Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. When it comes to our collective purpose for being on this earth, there's many varying points of view. They range from God created it all and wants us to own it all to we lost it all and God has to get it back. And then there's everything in between those two views. As Christians, We're brought up to study the Bible, believe it's the inspired word of God, and that is 100% accurate, and it details what we call the battle between good and evil in a very clear light. If there are areas we don't understand, it's meant for us to search out the truth, or maybe we're just not supposed to understand it in our day and time, but humans at some point will in the future. Most of you know I'm an avid reader. I read dozens of books a year. They range from ministry-related books to business and motivation and other things. But one thing I am absolutely 100% steadfast on is the accuracy of the Bible. That being said, there are things I do not understand, and I'm not alone in that category. I mean, just think back 100 and some years ago to the Azusa Street revivals. People in that era did not understand what was happening. But we, looking back, can see what God was doing. When a prophet said that Israel will be resurrected at some point in the future, and it would happen in just one day, he even questioned what the Holy Spirit showed him. He said, is it possible for a nation to be born in one day? I mean, today we look back to the birth of Israel, May 28, 1945, as the rebirth of the nation of Israel, and it happened in one day. That's what he was talking about, and it all makes sense now. It didn't make sense a thousand years ago. I said all that because some of you may question what you're about to hear today, and I understand that. But what I'm presenting to you today, through our guest in his book, Christ versus Satan, The Final Battle for Earth Has Begun, this may shock some of you. It may confuse some of you. It may actually inspire some of you, praise God. You see, it's not up to me, nor my guest, Trinity Royal. This book is written, as I've seen from some of the reviews, and it's in the style of the Matrix, but from a biblical perspective, I guess you could say. In fact, he describes this as the real Matrix, praise God. What does that mean? It means there's a layer of reality around us that we do not see, a layer we usually do not even perceive, but it's still there. I've believed that all my Christian life. I mean, think about angels. You usually don't notice their presence, but the Bible is clear that each of us has an angel with us at all times. Not only is our angel with us at all times, Jesus said they're always also before the Father's face in heaven as well. Can we explain that? Not in human terms, but we believe it by faith. And that's what I'm getting to. I usually don't give this long of an introduction to an interview, but I wanted to make sure you understand the importance of our topic today and the importance of the context of this book, Christ versus Satan, The Final Battle for Earth Has Begun, which we'll be discussing today. That being said, help me welcome to the program, Trinity Royal. Thank you for joining us today, Trinity. I do appreciate your time. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much for having me. And now the first question I always start with, 
is this. Other than that brief introduction about our topic today, can you tell us in your own words, who is Trinity Royal? Okay, Robert, Trinity Royal is my um, is my pen name for my books that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started my journey, my you no, know, my spiritual journey about fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago is when when Christ came into my life, and uh, I started my journey since then. But I've been closet bound, you know, and never came out of the closet. So I'm kind of closet bound for 15 plus years. Uh, and today is the first day that I decided to come out of my closet. So Amen. thank you to you for accepting my uh, invitation. So Amen. the first day I'm ever coming out of the closet and talking to real people. I don't know if there's any real people watching, but I know I can only see you. So I'm talking to you Amen. as I'm coming out of the closet. I think it's time for me to come out of the closet and share what God put inside of me. Okay. And I started, um, you know, it's easy to write books while in the closet, but it's difficult to come outside and talk. <laughs> so, so, so in the last year, I started my journey of, you know, writing, putting down information that is in my heart, at least what God put it inside of me. And I have a bunch of books uh, that is selling in uh, Amazon and other places. And today I'm going to share with you, as you said, uh, one of my books that I'm so passionate about, uh, that's called Christ versus Satan, uh, The Final Battle for Earth Has Begun. Uh, basically, it talks about the Lucifer rebellion. You know? I call it the war in heaven, the war in heaven that came to earth. And that's what we'll talk about today. Amen. Amen. Now, how did you get studying this aspect of Christianity? So this is a very deep aspect. So um, it's a good question. I'll tell you, so everybody who's born on earth has a puzzle as a puzzle piece from God's perspective, right? We all have different puzzles. And the only reason for my existence, which I believe today is, is because of what we call a Lucifer rebellion. Okay? So my purpose on earth is to shed light on this topic. And also there are, there are, there are some things that, uh, uh, that I'm involved in the unseen, unseen realms, I would call it as, uh, I do not want to, want to go into details on that, but, but we all know there's heaven, uh, which is unseen, right? And uh, and each of us has a has a part to play in it. You know? mm-hmm. We have a part to play on earth, as well as we have a part to play in the heavens. Amen. Um, and that is unseen realm, which um, a lot of us do not know, right? We don't believe in it because we don't see it. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And uh, we are part of the puzzle piece. And part of my puzzle piece is working i mean no i'm directly involved in this in this rebellion in this in this war that is unseen war in the heavenly realms amen amen now let's start at the beginning as they say uh tell us about the origins as you see it about the war in heaven which you call the lucifer rebellion yeah so lucifer rebellion has been um no in the bible it's mentioned only two times yet I think this is the most important event that happened in the history of the universe, right? So the only reason for existence of darkness is because of this Lucifer rebellion. If it yeah. was this rebellion did not exist, there would be no Lucifer, there would be no Satan, there would be no darkness. Now the question is, what exactly happened in the Lucifer rebellion in the universe, and how did that come to Earth? 
why why is earth in the earth in the middle earth in the crosshairs of everything right and it's there's very less information out you know general speaking but but i think um, i have i have done a lot of research and due to my um, what you call um, uh, yeah due to, due to my research and due to my you know experiences i think i'm able to answer some of those questions that have been lingering for a long time okay but didn't Jesus say he's seen Satan fall like lightning from heaven? Is that when the battle moved from heaven to earth? Um, that's not when the battle moved from heaven to earth, but that could be part of it. So when, so, okay, let me step back a bit. So in the Lucifer rebellion, do you know that there was a fight between God and Lucifer, right? Now in Lucifer's army, Lucifer, you know, why it happened, I think, I think that's a prequel to that. I'll come back to that later if time permits. But but let's say there's a fight happened between God and Lucifer because Lucifer had a different ideology and he called it, uh, he wanted to, um, he wanted to become more than God. Even Bible says that, right? He wanted to become more than God. And he, what Lucifer thought was that um, he could do things his own way and make the creation evolve faster than what God, God has planned. But according to God, right, you know, everything progresses step by step. You know? you know, your soul evolves, you know, let's say, let's say it's a school, basically in a school, right? You go from kindergarten to first grade to second grade to second grade. So that's how God created this universe, created this evolution process. But Lucifer, what he, what he thought was that, you know, he could speed up the evolution. And he wanted to go directly, let's say, from kindergarten to to like fifth grade or tenth grade, right? Right. And there's a reason he thought that that is possible. Um, um, I, I discuss some of that in my book, but but let's say that you no, know, the rebellion started, and then ultimately, you no, know, um, he was able to convince one third of the angels. You no, know, it's not easy to convince the angels. Angels are a very, very high level being. So if he was able to convince one third of the angels there must be some substance to what he's talking about, right? There must be some meaning that uh, that that the angels hooked onto and says, oh, yes, this is possible. Let's do that, right? And no, and that is, uh, that 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 what uh, Lucifer called it is a you know, predestination of God. That yeah. means God, I go into a little more details in the book, but anyway, right? Um, there was a big battle and ultimately Christ defeated um, Lucifer and banished him from heaven to earth. And that's what Bible talks about. He fell as lightning okay. heaven to earth. Uh, well, yeah. And um, yeah, let's say that if I'll wait for your next question. Sorry. Okay. Not a problem. So why are humans the center of everything like being like being used as pawns in this world. Yeah, exactly. So, so when Lucifer fell down, you no, know, he fell onto in the lower lower realms of heaven. That means it's not ex it's earth is a three dimension, but in the lower realms of heaven, it's a little more than three dimension, which means that Lucifer can both manifest and unmanifest on earth at any given place at any time. And not only him, right? One third of angels fell with him. So there's like billions of angels that fell along with Lucifer. Now, the question why earth is in the middle is because 
So when Lucifer fell down, what he did was he wanted he wanted to take revenge on God, you know, and and basically he went across the entire you know this part of the universe and galaxy and uh, I know this is going to go a little bit. Some people some people is going to uh, may not agree with this, but but I'll tell you what what I think it is. So Lucifer and team they went across the galaxy and captured about. 700 different planets, right? And so they were spreading darkness all across the galaxy and the universe. And Christ decided that, okay, the, the soon the, the galaxy and the universe will fall to darkness. And so they decided to localize the battle to one particular spot, right? And so they gave some carrots to, to this darkness and, and they said, let's make one spot and that spot came to be Earth as the epicenter of the battle. So the, there's two reasons to doing that. The reason one is if all the darkness is localized to one particular planet, then the infestation of the rest of the uh, rest, rest of the places would be lessened. And secondly, if we're able to defeat the darkness on this planet, then it's eradicated completely from the entire system of the universe. So those are the two thought processes of Christ and God of localizing the battle on earth. And that's how darkness came to earth. And in earth is, is called like the planet of sorrows when heavenly, heavenly realms, right? And they say, uh, I'll tell you more about it, but there's a lot of grace showered upon earth and humans because they know that we are facing, we are in the middle of great darkness and, uh, and they have lots of grace and divine mercy on us. Amen. But I, I understand why God would want our souls. I mean, we're his children, but why does Satan want our souls? I mean, is it only just to wave us in God's face? Like, look what I got. No, the reason, so let's, let's talk about one step a little more earlier. So what is a soul, right? Um, so a soul is required to progress. A soul is required for um, to make your journey eternal. Like, for example, what, what I meant to say is that if you die, for example, let's say you when 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 I die, or when I die, or any person die, if I want to have a life in heaven, I need a soul. Without a soul, I cannot live eternally. So, soul is a prerequisite for eternal existence. Okay. And I, you know, in my new book, I, I talk about like what exactly is a soul and you know what is it made of and things like that. But but the soul is a prerequisite for eternal existence, right? Lucifer wants our souls because um, soul soul is like the energy energy center, right? And it it carries more vibrations and energy. And once you get this, once once he's able to control our soul. He, he's taken a piece from God and he's able to you know, get more, he's able to make his more you know, presence in across the galaxy and the universe and he's able to uh, kind of uh, show God that he's better in some ways. So he's, he's trying to increase his value, I guess you could say. By corrupting correct. souls. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. yeah. And the battle is all about the souls. It's not about anything else. It's not about 
wealth, or it's not about religion, or it's not, it's, a, it's only about getting your soul. Amen. Amen. You know, I believe, and I know a lot of other people do as well, the Christians, that, you know, Jesus came to earth the first time to pay the penalty for sin, because there had to be a penalty, because God's a righteous God, and he demands justice, and, and there had to be a penalty, a, a sacrifice, if you want to call it that. And it had to be God as man, uh, because man came from God. I mean, initially, right? Man came from God, Adam. Woman came from man, his side. And from that point on, every man came from a woman, right? That's natural birth. And to complete the circle of life and to, to win this victory, the sacrifice also had to come from God, which means he's not going to recreate everything just so he can come down here to it. But God had to come through a woman as well. So man came from God, woman came from man. Since then, every man came from a woman. So God had to do the same thing. He had to come through a woman, and he did. It was Jesus, right? And that would then allow man to return to God, creating the circle of life, and it represented our return to God. I put it in very simplistic terms for the sake of time, but how do you cover this in your book? I mean, why did Jesus come to earth at the first coming? Okay, so the the only reason for Jesus to come in my, my earth is related to Lucifer rebellion. If there was no Lucifer rebellion, there was no need for Jesus to come to earth. And the reason... The reason he came to earth is, you know, if I explain a little bit. So when darkness came to earth, you know, um, a lot of things have happened. You know, Lucifer created, Lucifer made so many changes, or I would call Lucifer or Satan because both of them have the same yeah. idea. So I can yeah. use the terms interchangeably. Yeah. So, so Satan has created a lot of um, things on earth, for example, right? There were no spiritual growth. All the souls were, um, he kind of imprisoned souls, if you will, right? So a soul cannot progress to the next level. You know, one after his death, it cannot progress to the next level of heaven for eternal journey. Because Lucifer has created this as a prison planet. Okay. And that's what I talk about being a matrix. We'll come to that part. Okay. He created this as a prison planet. So there's no evolution, if you will. Now, all the paths that related to God in some way, shape, or form has been, um, you know, has been taken over by Lucifer, right? Mm -hmm. And even the scriptures have been, um, you know, uh, there were no real scriptures or no real teachings. And the people and the people were desperate for, you know, for help. And they were looking at God for some help. So that is the basic background of, you know, what happened before Christ, before Christ came. So, so the reason Christ decided to come is because this is the planet of epicenter where, where the darkness came in, right? And if Christ were to come in or here, and he's able to defeat Satan in some way, shape or form, it not only liberates earth and humans, but it also liberates the entire universe. Creator, Christ is a creator of the universe and he does not want, he wants to save his universe. And his, the purpose of coming here is not only save humans, but save his entire creation universe. 
and that is the only reason in my opinion christ decided to come to earth hmm. amen and you just mentioned the matrix of satan's prison etc share with us your concept of this matrix in regards to that oh yeah sure thing so when lucifer when lucifer came in um he created this as a prison planet like you no know, there were no souls that were allowed to live after death you the soul soul does not have eternal life you no know, which is which supposed to be the case but with lucifer you no know, that was not the case and he also created a concept called karma i don't want to go into details on that but but that also is uh, um is part of the process now the reason i call this is a matrix is because when lucifer created this prison planet it's like a wheel it's like a wheel around the earth that separates the earth from the heavens yeah. right and that wheel it's a call it as a spiritual wheel it tells you no know, it basically says humans are separate from heaven humans are separate from god like like there's a distinction that that lucifer and satan wanted to put in and i think they were very successful in doing that and when this happened um um what what the heaven had to do was you know they had to cut out all the spiritual communication you now usually in the creation this communication circuits between god to to the planets to all the humans and also to from christ to all the humans you know from divine beings to all the humans there's a communication circuits so all the circuits have been cut off so so the communication channels between humans and the divine has been cut off okay and so we are in a in a spiritual veil or a spiritual matrix that i would call it as wherein um, we are supposed to you know evolve out of this matrix and um evolve enough only then you can go out of the matrix and have an eternal life and that is not an easy thing to do and that's the only reason christ had to come here to fight with satan and and i'll tell you what happened after after christ first coming you know, when you were yeah go ahead okay so in the in christ first coming what what uh, what he had to do was you know first of all right he came as a baby right he he would have come as as a divine being right he would have come in all his power and divine being and uh, um and destroyed probably you know all of those satan and lucifer and all those beings but he chose to come as a baby and and still i do not know the answer for that but anyway he wanted to be i think he wanted to be part of us part of part of humans a part of um um part of the creation mm-hmm. you know part of the creation process he is a creator but he wanted to be a part of the creation process itself and there's there's a reason for that too but um uh, that goes a little deep I'll, i'll come back to that later but so so when christ was able to grow up um and he was able to become a son of god right when he grew up to his age and became a son of god then he was given the opportunity to fight with satan directly man that happened on in the wilderness in mount hermon right okay. and that's how i discuss in the book uh, in one of my books telling you know son of man become son of god how exactly the christ had to prepare 
to fight with the to fight with the satan and and how we achieve success right and after he was after christ was able to defeat satan the bunch of things have happened first thing is um the matrix is still in place but however a soul is not imprisoned anymore right a soul there's a path christ has shown the path right christ has made the path so for the soul is not being imprisoned so even if a soul dies and is evolved enough soul has can go to heaven and also christ has um, punched a lot of holes in the matrix if you will right he's brought the truth of knowledge he's brought like a new testament for us and um um and a lot of knowledge and a lot of knowledge that is spread over the millennia you know for all of for all of us uh what about the second coming the second coming um yeah i have a you know the follow up book for for that it's called you know the real matrix 2 the second coming of christ so the only reason for christ second coming is to finish the process that he started in the first coming okay first coming right uh truth divine truth and knowledge has been brought in but in the second coming the job has to be finished the job is not yet finished the world is still controlled by satan and his minions right we are still in the control of the control of you no know, the darkness there's still darkness controls the entire earth and humans so the job is not finished job is started in the first coming and the the purpose there's uh, i think i talked about like i don't know if i can remember maybe 10 things that christ had in second coming but i'll, I'll just whatever i can recall i'll tell you right now so the first thing is the spiritual matrix is going to be dissolved that means the matrix that we see which i call the real matrix is going to be dissolved which means we are going to become heaven first level heavenly citizens the the separation or the assumed separation between humans and divine is going to be dissolved right so we are will be like physical angels if you will right and we can we'll be able to communicate and um communication channels will be more thoroughly opened up um that is one thing and um the the law of karma that that lucifer introduced is going to be removed um the, that has brought in a lot of um lot of what you call um lot of karma on the planet itself all of this is going to be removed and the world is the the world is going to become lighter if you will so there's a heavy darkness darkness contains heavy energies the energies of dark are heavy right so there's going to be a lot of lightness uh, that come into the planet and there's going to be a lot of uh, divine uh, and yeah. this lot yeah. of divine i mean you're looking at you know casting out satan which is darkness yeah and yeah. he'll be bound forever and it won't be well for him or his followers that's for sure right right so yeah so the god in all is graceness in all his divine mercy is the most merciful being ever right so he has given all those you know, dangers that fell down a lot of grace i mean a lot of opportunities you know mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities to come back to divine grace and i believe he's still going to um he's still going to give more opportunities to them but uh um yeah i i actually do not know but but i think 
i think you know, god always wants god does not want to lose any soul that's that's the last thing in his you know, he does not want to lose anyone so he gives opportunities upon opportunities upon opportunities to every being however dark they might be um, but i believe like i said i think satan is going to be bound um bound away so that he's not going to and all his minions he's, they're not going to be affecting humans and uh, earth anymore yeah amen amen that is so true too when when this battle that you're talking about is over i mean jesus is going to stand tall and we'll be there with him amen they talk about trampling satan under your feet hallelujah amen yeah and yeah and also the bible also talks about uh lion sleeping with the lamb mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so yeah. the the lion the lions are nothing but the the dark people who manages who overpower and manage the you know simple humans like like me let's say <laughs> right so so the those people are going to be you know uh they're going lion will be sleeping with the lamb that means we'll be at the same level right yeah. and uh they will not be affecting us anymore amen amen that is so true amen well you know this is so interesting and and i love your perspective on this but is there anything we can do to become part of the matrix that we can't see but yet god needs us in the matrix oh, yeah yeah uh, yeah definitely this is this is um critical for us so we know we are in a matrix i mean matrix or the spiritual will we know we are under the spiritual will right and we cannot we cannot directly interact with the heavenly beings you know due to this so what is our purpose how should we help ourselves or help god mm-hmm. right the best thing we can do is to help evolve ourselves you know to grow spiritually right once you go spiritually um once you become closer to god you carry more you know like more spiritual energy that is going to help god and christ in the second coming right and yep. it's it, it i think you're the key um every thought that you think or every emotion uh everything that you do is has an effect on your soul and your soul is the one that god looks at when god looks yeah. at you he doesn't look at your physical being he only knows you through your soul signature right he does not know like uh, bob or trinity or anybody right he only knows as your soul signature right yep. when god looks at you he looks at your soul so the best thing you can do is uh, to become closer to god is to grow is to grow spiritually maturity and read bible and become closer to god yeah you draw closer to him he'll draw closer to you right Amen. Yes. Yes. And is sorry there's one more thing I was going to mention. Okay. So you draw closer to God, God draws closer to you. Yes. And there's a divine being once said, right? Take one step towards God and God will take 10,000 steps towards you. <laughs> Amen. Right? But it's up to you. You got to make the initiation. You got to open the door. You no, know, he said I'll knock at the door and you open it. So you are to open the door. that's our part in the equation he'll that's knock it. but if we don't if we don't open he won't come in right amen amen that is so good and i said this is so interesting and i love your perspective on this you know i may not agree 100% but 
I do see where you're coming from on this. Either way, it definitely gives a different perspective. And from the reviews I've been reading uh, in your books, your readers appreciate it. Hey, you got some great reviews down there. I mean, and, and I mean, that's what authors are meant to do with their books is make people think, right? And, and, and how can someone obtain a copy of your book, Christ vs. Satan, The Final Battle for Earth Has Begun? How can they get a copy? Is it on Amazon? The, the book is on Amazon and um, oh, that's the book. Okay. Yeah. The book is on Amazon. I don't know if you can see it here. Rob. The book is on Amazon. It's also on Goodreads. Uh, sorry. It's on, um, uh, it's on Barnes and Nobles. It's on Kobo. Mm. Um, I think I have it wide in, in a lot of different places. Uh, I, I can send you a couple of links. Um, yeah. We'll put those links down in the show notes below. That's not a problem mm-hmm. at all. Amen. Amen. Now, if someone wanted to get in touch with you to maybe ask a question or maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? Sure thing. Um, so since I just started getting out of the closet, it's my first interview. <laughs> so if anybody wants to do an interview, I will be I'll be delighted. Uh, Amen. Do you have a website? I do not have a website. How do you want them to get in touch with you? So my email address or my phone number would be great. My email yeah, address. No phone numbers. No phone okay. numbers. Yeah. Just my email. email address. I'll give you my email address. It's called okay. skroyal777 at gmail.com. Okay. I'll put that down there. Yeah. Okay. I, I learned. I've been doing this for 12 to 13 years. Uh-huh. And I gave my phone number out when I first started. Uh-huh. And people would call me all hours of the night. <laughs> it took six months for that to finally disappear you know as so i say yeah, no 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 phone because you know, you're, you're in ohio but you get someone who wants to get in touch with you from india they're going to call you at two o'clock in the afternoon over there and you're in bed over here you know they don't you know hey, it's convenient for them they'll call now you know type of thing so yeah because this this is definitely we got listeners in all around the world you know mm-hmm. so 160 almost 170 nations so praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. That, that, that's all. I'll put links to all this down in the show notes below. Praise the Lord. Now, folks, as I shared in the beginning, the war that Trinity has been discussing is real. It's been raging for eons of time. Whether you believe it or not doesn't matter. Whether you deny it or not doesn't matter. Whether you try to understand it or not, that's what matters. Right. I urge you to drop down the show notes, order your copy of Christ vs. Satan, The Final Battle for Earth Has Begun right now while you're thinking about it. You know as well as I do that if it's important, Satan's going to try and distract you and tell you just to do it later. Don't listen. Order it right now while you are thinking about it. And matter of fact, while you're there, order part two because you want to jump right into book number two once you complete book number one, which won't take you long. I mean, these books, they're written that way. You're just going to keep turning page after page after page to see what's next. And Trent, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the program today to share about this book series, The Real Matrix, and, and this first book, Christ vs. Satan, The Battle for Earth Has Begun. Briefly tell us about book number two. Yeah, book number two is um, is about second coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Um, tells you the reason why Christ has to come again because of unfinished business and what are the things that that is expected to do and what happens what happens after the second coming mm-hmm. amen amen so folks 
I'm going to put links to both these books down in the show notes. Be sure you drop down the show notes, get in touch with, with Trinity, get, get your copies of these books right now. And Trinity, you mentioned um, before we started the recording that you have a free offer for our listeners today. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely, Robert. So I do have a free book that I want to give to your listeners. I think I think you're going to enjoy it. And this book is called Son of Man Becomes Son of God. And it says this one event, only one event that changed the entire history of the world or the universe of the Earth's perspective. And what that one event is, uh, the one event we is the battle between Christ and Satan and how that happens, where it happens, I discuss all the details and how did Christ prepare for it? And what what would have happened if Christ has lost the battle? Yeah. That is a very interesting thing because I it it almost sounds blasphemous to talk about it. <laughs> but what would have happened if Christ lost the battle against Satan, right? Yep. That is that is so interesting to Interesting to even know, right? So, and it was a possibility. It was a definitely a possibility. I, I've preached on that topic before. It had it to be a possibility. It had yeah. to be, otherwise, it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, yeah. definitely is a possibility. Yeah. And yeah. Christ has to do so many things. I mean, God and Christ has to prepare, prepare for the battle before actually Christ was allowed to yeah. to fight with Satan, and that happened on the wilderness in Mount Hermon, right? There's, also there's on the cross. Things. It also happened on the, the cross, cross because right, right. they yeah. were mocking and say, come down from the cross and then we'll believe. Right. But he had to stay on the cross. He had to die, but it had to be a temptation. I mean, suffering and the pain and humiliation and the taunting and, you know, and so the whole area was surrounded. Every demon from hell was there. Come on down, come on down, you know, and it had to be a temptation or it wouldn't have been, successful because he had to overcome every temptation including the one of saving say save yourself you know type thing and then we'll believe and it had to be a temptation it had to be an opportunity for him to say you know what father they're not worth it and then we'd really been stuck right but so i agree i agree with you 100 100 the son of man son of god and he was all powerful enough to do it he's conscious enough powerful enough to do it Yet he did not do it. He chose That's to right. do the will of God. Amen. Amen. Praise in, God. Because I know if it had been me up there, I like, nah, heck with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he didn't ask me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Well, Trinity, I do appreciate your time. Praise God. Uh, 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 folks, drop down the show notes. Get in touch with Trinity. Order these books today because it it's just a different perspective of the matrix that we started this program with. You know, there are things happening around you in whatever room or car you're in right now, you cannot see, you know, there are angels that have just stopped an accident from happening right in front of you. You didn't even realize it was going to happen. You know, I mean, that you could be walking down the middle of one of the worst neighborhoods in one of the worst cities in America right now. And, these demonic forces have these gang members ready to take you out, but they see something around you that says, no, 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 no. We don't want to mess with him or her, right? You don't know what it is. You're just going about your business, but 
God has angelic forces at work that you cannot see. And that's what that's the whole purpose of asking Trinity Royal to come on the program today, because his books are talking about what you can't see, but is absolutely real. Praise God. So again, Trinity, I thank you for taking the time today. I do appreciate it, man. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Trey Royal, myself, passed by reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. You have been listening to Revelation Warning with Pastor Robert Thibodeau and his guest expert on Bible prophecy as it relates to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and coworkers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com and be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.